Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Kelly Clarkson, and this is Missing to Podcast. The Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. Talking all things all Kelly things and to you. Here is Jeremy and Pam. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Missing to Podcast, the Kelly Clarkson Fan Podcast. I'm Jeremy. And my name is Pam. And today we are doing an episode that it's going to recap my um, experience at the premiere week of the Kelly Clarkson show in New York City. Um, I got to go the second day of filming. Um, so I'm going to give you all a lowdown as to what, what went what went down. And, you know, if anyone is planning to go, I'll give you a couple little tips and tricks that I, from my experience. Um, but before that, there's been a lot of stuff going on news-wise. So we're going to do a little a little recap, a little weekend or Tuesday. We're doing this on a Saturday. Tuesday update. <laughs> I'm actually kind of glad that this is a mostly Pam talking episode because your boy's got himself a cold. So I've got my deep radio guy voice. <laughs> Early morning bass going. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, there was there was a lot to cover. Uh, we're going to talk about the Tonight Show uh, of course, there is all the stuff that leading up to the premiere of the Kelly Clarkson show. But Pam, I think we would be remiss if we did not talk about the elephant in the room. And that is this past week, we got a lot more glimpses of Kelly as again, they were prepping for the start of the talk show. And I got to say, man, homegirl looks good. She looks really good. Yeah, she's looking good. I am obsessed with these outfits that she's been wearing, like she's been rocking like the leather and just like all black or like the denim stuff. I'm just, I much prefer this look over like floral and belts. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, I know she's been looking fire and she seems so happy. She just seems like she's like radiating confidence right now. And mm-hmm. I'm just super happy for her. Yeah. It definitely looks like, you know, New York is wearing well on Kelly, you know, and, and we normally don't discuss, you know, her her personal self, you know, like her body and any of that kind of stuff. But, you know, we would, again, be doing a disservice if we didn't at least mention like, hey, there is a noticeable difference in her appearance, even from now just to back to Las Vegas. Yeah. So she's I mean, she mentioned I think it was either mentioned in Vegas or she mentioned in, at some point in the summer that she had a personal trainer that she was working with and she was kind of getting back in fighting shape. So, uh, you know, she's definitely uh, looking like a whole new woman for a whole new city for the Kelly Clarkson show. I did notice, too, that there has been a lot of leather with this new look. Uh, I don't know if it's, you know, fully new uh, styling team or what it is, but either way, Homegirl is looking really good. Yes, and I guess this is just, like, our place to, I don't know, I feel really weird even bringing this up or saying it, but, like, there's so many rumors going around about, like, you know, how did she lose so much weight so quickly? And, like, at the end of the day, none of us know, and it's really no one's business. I mean... I honestly don't care. I know really. I don't care. Everyone and their mother is, like, pulling out the, like, um, Ozempic card, which, like, I, I don't know. I mean, homegirl won't even use deodorant, but, like... <laughs> who am I? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not one to judge, and it's really not any of our business. But um, it, it, I'm kind of leading into something else that we saw. Where was it? Was it Instagram, Twitter? We saw something, and it was this is really freaky though. It's like it was some ad, and it was yeah. like 
it was her it was her, a video of her but there was like an ai voiceover mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really watch the whole thing because it did just creep me out but it was basically talking about like her weight loss secrets but it's not her speaking yeah yeah it's, it's for one of those diet pills or diet supplements or whatever i also couldn't find myself watching the whole thing because it was just so preposterous and so ridiculous so if you do happen to see Kelly looking at a camera almost like she's under duress, uh, shilling for some sort of diet product, just know that you should probably be a little skeptical about what you see. Uh, we did see a few people tag us in it and and post it on social. It's definitely a defake. Who who are the other people that this happened to? I think Oprah. That they, yeah, was it Oprah? Was yeah. it Gail too? Yeah, I mean, Gail King. I haven't seen it like specifically on my feed. Like I just saw what people were like tagging us in. If you happen to mm-hmm. see it like on your news feed, report it. Honestly, yeah. that is like so not cool. It's probably not legal either. Yeah, I mean, when you have somebody like Kelly who's in the public eye and who's on television every day, you're going to get those kinds of things. And we all have to be a little bit more skeptical these days when it comes to the videos and the photos that we see out there. I know I I jumped on that 90s yearbook trend oh God. where people were doing the the AI photos of what they that? might look like. Yeah, it was like 6 bucks. Oh it's God. it was good for a little bit of fun. And I got to say, I mean, a lot of them didn't look anything like me, but the AI filter definitely also wants me in a black leather jacket. I'm just saying. <laughs> 2023 is the year of just black leather. It really is. Yeah. So Again, if you see uh, any of the the diet AI video out there, report it. Don't share it. Don't send it around like it's actual news. It's really not. Uh, Also, we got a lot of behind-the-scenes action when it came to promoting Season 5 of the Kelly Clarkson Show. First and foremost, not a whole lot of context or, or content, I should say, here but she did a bunch of satellite hits with some local affiliates, uh, news stations, you know, just real quick, three, four minute interviews, just talking about the upcoming season of the Kelly Clarkson show. Can you explain what that means to our listeners? Like, sat, like I don't know if they get that. So Kelly sat down for uh, an afternoon in a studio in front of a green screen. They did. They took a photo of a portion of the new set and put it behind her, and then she sat there for, I don't know, maybe an hour, two hours, and local news affiliates just filed in one by one. They would connect to her via satellite, and they would have an anchor back at their desk, and they would do just a quick interview about the upcoming season. Chances are these were obviously all affiliates of the Kelly Clarkson show, and so they were all their news departments were offered, you know, three, four minutes with Kelly Clarkson for your noon or your five o'clock news so that you could you know have a big celebrity interview to talk about what was coming up in the new season and i watched a few of them not a lot of substance here i mean news people in particular are not really good about digging in deep with questions and quite frankly they just don't have the time to do a lot of stuff so it was I mean, it was fine. We got a little bit of a peek of the new set behind her. It was just a photo. She, again, was in front of a green screen, so there wasn't really a lot to uh, to talk about there. But I know that Pam got to see the entire set firsthand. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But, yeah, not a lot of big news coming out of those interviews. It was a lot of very surface-level questions. Are you excited to be in New York? You know, what was your summer like? Blah, blah, blah. Nothing really groundbreaking there. So not a lot of news coming out of those particular interviews 
One thing we did get uh, also, though, behind the scenes was we got a behind the scenes of the very first Kellyoki of the year. Yes. So by the time this comes out, this is coming out on Tuesday. The premiere was yesterday. Um, so yep. she, the premiere song was I Won't Give Up, which was interesting because she has said very like, a lot that she doesn't like to do her own songs. But the reason why they did that song is because they, to quote her, basically, they've never had a normal season with like yeah. strikes, the pandemic, virtual you know, audiences, things like that. So it's like the little engine that could, so they won't give up. And that was kind of the whole theme behind this. Um, yeah. I think I saw someone, I don't remember who it was, but I saw someone post this video, um, like the behind the scenes video on Twitter. And it got me so like warm and fuzzy inside. They were like, this feels like an old episode of making the video on MTV. And yes. I'm like, yeah, it does. Cause we haven't really had a music video in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was neat to see, you know, the whole process of, of making the karaoke. you know, they walk around inside the hallways of 30 rock. And of course, Kelly's got some pretty well-known new neighbors. And so a lot of them make cameos in the video. Uh, I know Hoda's in there. Uh, Jenna is in there. Savannah. Savannah Guthrie. Yeah. Um, uh, Al Roker. My boy, Al. Yep. My yep. boy. Um, Yes, Pam and Al are boys now because, you know, obviously with the family connection. I don't know if people uh, actually know. <laughs> long story short, Pam's parents, who if you've not checked out their blog, and I'm sure Pam can tell you all about it, uh, Pam's parents are visiting every diner in the state of New Jersey, and the Today Show profiled them earlier this summer, yeah. and they sat down with Al Roker. Now, they did the, the TV portion of the interview with just Pam's parents, but... Pam, you and your sister were there to sort of take in the fun as well. We just crashed it. And then... Yep, you just crashed it. It was at a diner, so we were like, let's just get breakfast. So we just crashed yeah. it. We kind of just watched. And then afterwards, I got like a minute to say hi to Al. So yeah, we're best yeah. friends. We're best friends now. Anyway. That's right. <laughs> Not at all. So every t every time Pam's in 30 Rock, she makes sure to stop in and say hi to Al. Totally, because he definitely knows who I am. Absolutely. Definitely. Yes. Anyway, after the inside scenes, they then took it outside, and Kelly did a bunch of scenes like around the iconic Atlas Man uh, statue outside of 30 Rock and in and around the streets, around the, the complex, ran into a bunch of fans, was taking photos, looked like she was having a ball. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, mean, I don't know if this is going to be the kind of vibe that we have this year for the Kelly Clarkson show, whether, you know, Kelly is going to be sort of a ubiquitous figure that's just going to keep popping up around the 30 rock campus and people may just randomly see her who knows uh please don't go and just hang out at 30 rock hoping to catch a glimpse of kelly clarkson no but either way uh it did look really cool and it just it looks like it's a lot of fun to to be working in that building and uh anything else on the behind the scenes video it's kind of cute obviously at this point we haven't seen the official start of the season but by the time people like you said are listening to this, they have. Yeah. So anything else on it? I just hope, I think I mentioned this. I think we were talking to Jason about this when we um, spoke with him a couple couple months ago. I would just love, because like, if you've never been to 30 Rock, I mean, yeah, it's like a huge building and there's all these different things. Like a lot of it is public. Like there's public shops downstairs. There's a lot of tourist attractions. And then there's also a lot of the studios. And it's just a huge complex, but it's also only confined to a couple blocks. Um, but the fact that like, as soon as you like get out of the building, you're just like on the street and the way yeah. that Manhattan is set up, it's a grid. So it's very easy to, it's very walkable. I just hope that she does like a lot of like, um, 
on location things. Because in yeah, LA, so- it was like a soundstage and it was just kind of like the building. And this is a lot more like, I don't want to say neighborhoody, but I guess that's for lack of a better term. So I really hope we get like, I don't know, just more like human interest stuff with just people on the street. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, it would definitely be a much bigger production, so to speak, yeah. to get to people outside of the soundstage in L.A. because it was on the Universal lot, so you would have to go outside of the soundstage, off of the lot, and then out into... And really, it's not a neighborhoody area over there at Universal. Uh, it's on the opposite side of where the theme park is, and so it's just not conducive to grabbing a man on the street kind of a thing. Whereas at 30 Rock, I mean... Letterman cut his teeth, you know, doing man on the street stuff back when he was with NBC and Jay Leno did the same thing with his jaywalking segment. And so there is a lot of opportunity for Kelly to really expand the universe, so to speak, of her show and meet her neighbors. And I think we're going to see a lot of cameos from NBC people because there are, you know, two other talk shows that happen in that in that building, as well as Saturday Night Live as well as all the NBC News stuff. So there's a lot of content to be had from those people around there. But either way, uh, it looks like it's going to be a really fun place for Kelly to do the show. I'm very excited after just seeing the little bit that we've seen before the season premiere of what New York can really offer. And yeah, like you said, Jason is really hoping for some fun interactions with both the people outside of 30 Rock and also with the people that are inside as well so looking forward to it i think it's going to be a fantastic season of the kelly clarkson show yeah one more thing before we get to your experience at the first week of taping we have to talk about the big thing of the past week and that was her interview on the tonight show yes um well by the time this comes out she would have already been on seth but we have not seen that yet yes because she was doing seth on monday Monday. she just went ahead and like did all the like did all the neighbors right away from uh, from yeah. nearby. I mean, for Jimmy Fallon, she literally just had to literally just walk in that hallway. It's the same hallway. That, that promo they did, by the way, for the show was hilarious. Was She's so like, hey, cute. come come walk with me to uh, to the Jimmy Fallon show. And it was like, I'm here. It really is, because I've been, um, my last job, one of my clients performed on The Tonight Show. So I've been in that hallway. And it is as small as it looks. It is as narrow yeah. and tiny as it looks. Um, so that is a very great commute for her. Anywho, very rare occurrence that she was both the main guest, like the anchor guest, and performed. It's usually, for, yeah. for many years, she was just the performer. Occasionally, she got an interview. And then for a bit, it was just interview because she was like maybe like just promoting the talk show or just promoting the voice. And now we got both, finally. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it shows that the SAG strike is still going on, so the the late night talk Shh, shows. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, they're definitely, you know, reaching for some of their content and for, for some of their guests. So, yeah, not only was Kelly a main guest, she got two segments and the musical performance. So, three quarters really of the interview segments of the show were hers. And plus, they had one of the guy, like a retired athlete from the New York Rangers, uh, which you know probably just they needed somebody else to fill the time. So. They grabbed him, and, but and uh, Madison Square Garden, where, where they play, is pretty close by. So yeah, exactly. Makes yeah. Sense. Um, Again, short commutes for people. Very short commutes. I, it's funny. Like this is so no one cares about this, but like I'm, a, I'm typically a night owl. I go to bed between eleven thirty and twelve thirty every night. Of course, when I have work the next day and I have to get up early, 
this aired on a Friday night. I was asleep before 11. Why? <laughs> and I actually had a good reason to stay up, but I could not hang. Yeah. But I'm kind of glad I slept because when I woke up this morning, every single segment was already on YouTube. So if yep. you have if you didn't watch it, go to YouTube. Um, there, I think, are three or four segments on YouTube. One is like her main interview, um, which we can talk about now. Um, you know, she spoke a lot about how she's excited to be you know, here in New York. Um, so they spoke a little bit about the piece by piece, the new, the quote healing version or healed version. Yeah. Um, from Vegas. I thought that was an interesting topic to Me bring too. up for a for a Tonight Show interview. Me too, but. What I thought was interesting is I remember I think Jason had said that he hadn't heard her like perform it until mm-hmm. they were in Vegas. She rewrote the lyrics an hour before. Yeah, which that's, is wild. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Um, they were talking a little bit about the new album. Um, what else did they talk about? Oh, the Mariah Carey thing. Yes, which wasn't yeah, really think, a, that wasn't a new story for us. Yeah, we've we've heard her tell this story before about when Mariah Carey visited The Voice. Uh, she had talked about how, you know, she would love to sit down and, and write with Kelly and, you know, she, Mariah writes all of her songs and Kelly, you know, was talking about writing with her. And she's like, yeah, we should sit down and write sometimes like, well, you know, I write by myself and, you know, it's hard for me to get into that headspace. And then her friends had to remind her, you just told Mariah Carey that you don't want to write songs with her. And so she made it clear that she would love to get out of her comfort zone and sit down in a room and write a song together. Which, you know, hey, maybe putting it out in the universe. And Mariah Carey's got an apartment in New York City. Be a heck of a lot easier for her to get over there and just go to the apartment and sit down and write a song. And I'm just saying Mariah's doing her a Christmas show at the Garden as well. I'm just saying. Exactly. Not, not that I'm going, but I'm just saying. It's convenient. Yeah. Convenient. Uh, another thing that uh, Kelly talked about was one of her first experiences with working in 30 Rock and that was completely making a mess in an elevator. Yep. She had a matcha latte, girl after my own heart. I love a good matcha. And I uh, was in the elevator. I think it was her first day. And it just, it was yeah. full. Of, it, was a, it was a venti. And it spilled everywhere, on the floor, on the door, everywhere. <laughs> Which is funny because didn't I, I, this was like two weeks ago. For the few people who are listening that are friends with me on Snapchat, because I don't use Snapchat very often, I had a very similar instance happen to me two weeks ago. You did. Where I had a large like iced tea, I took three sips, and then it fell all over my floor. But yep. I I had to clean mine up because mine was in my apartment. So if I didn't clean <laughs> it up, it would still be there. And then later in the day, I cracked an egg on the floor. So I'm glad to know I'm not the only one who is just uh, a klutz. <laughs> yeah, it was a very funny story. And of course, she name checks the elevator. And, and I know that if you've ever been in the 30 rock building either have gone to a taping of the tonight show or you've gone to like the NBC tour or anything like that. There are lots of different banks of elevators. So I don't know if the public has access to elevator four F. I don't know if that's an employee that might only be employee. elevator. It might be. Yeah. Cause I'm thinking to myself, maybe, you know, don't go to 30 rock trying to seek out the, uh, the four F elevator <laughs> to see if you can, you know, catch a picture with the possibly stained carpet, the NBC logo carpet. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. Imagine if she ruined the carpet and it's just because of the 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 brilliant Kelly Clarkson. That'd be funny. At exactly, least, it, at least yeah. it's her and not some, like, PA um, who yeah. would definitely get a lot, a lot more crap. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, then after uh, the, the, the interview, Kelly and Jimmy played a game they called Back That Track Up. 
And once again, Kelly Clarkson proves that while she is very competitive in games, she is not very good at recognizing her own music. Yes. I did really well with this. I did too. And I'm like, I think a few weeks ago when we had Moni and Rob on, they were like, what game would you want to play? And I said, name that tune. So like, I would have crushed Kelly in this. There was only, there were only, like, I didn't get Stronger. Stronger was the very last one. But like, in her defense, they like, sped it up and raised the pitch. So like, yeah. I get it. But you knew, you knew it was going to be one of her songs. Yeah, you knew, but I'm sure you she didn't. You could see it coming. <laughs> she didn't. Of course not. No, she wouldn't have thought that. Um, the only ones I didn't get were I Want It That Way. And I got that one. You did? Just like Kelly, I had trouble with the Killers song. Oh, that one I got immediately. The other one that I yeah. had trouble with, I was like Jimmy. I knew it was Miley, but I couldn't make out what song it was. I, I heard it right away. Miley's just got one of those really recognizable I knew it was voices, her even voice. if you play it yeah. backwards. But then, like, I what else was there? Um, I'll be Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I got Edwin. Edwin McCain. I got which I love that she was like, is that stained? I'm like very different genre, Kelly. Very different genre. Very. <laughs> um, forgot what else there was, but yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. So I want to yeah. play that. But so for anyone who hasn't watched, it's basically they would play a song so we'll say Mr. Brightside by the Killers and they played it backwards and you had to guess what song it was and it sounds a yeah. lot easier than it is it's pretty difficult but I I had fun watching it and playing along <laughs> and Kelly just like when Anne Hathaway was on the talk show totally biffed it on her own song which made for great TV every single time that happened she so, almost she almost yeah. walked out she was like all right bye guys all right this has been yep. fun bye uh-huh. <laughs> I yep. love that again uh look great on the show last night, another excellent outfit. She just looks fantastic. And then we get uh, the performance. The performance. I, so like, I've been a little weary. Like, I guess they're pushing Lighthouse because I know Lighthouse is actually at radio right now. So I guess Lighthouse is like the official second single. I guess. I love the song so much, but it's not like what I would have personally have chosen for a single. So I think my only, I don't want to say criticism, but my only criticism is like, that being the song that they performed. However, they did an incredible job with it. Yeah, Jason with another fantastic arrangement. Uh, obviously, you know, Kelly and Jesse having a, a big say in that as well. Just stripping the song down yeah. to a cello and a piano. I mean, it was it was really beautiful. Uh, Jesse, you know, hit it out of the park again with the vocal, uh, with the backups. It was it was fantastic. It's so funny. I wonder if some of the like general population who's watching would be like, who's Kelly duetting with? Because Jesse got yeah. a lot of time of just like solos or backgrounds, whatever, which I love that for her. I thought that was great because she sound, she compliments Kelly really well, so she can sound similar. But then she also hits the really like low deep notes, and they just mm-hmm. blend together so well. So I thought it was a it was probably my favorite performance of Lighthouse so far. Yeah, just a really great uh, rendition, very great performance all around. Loved it. Loved no it. Notes. So again, as we said, we've said this about 30 times, but we're going to reiterate one more time because I know we're going to get someone be like, why didn't you talk about this? As we're recording this, Seth Meyers has not happened yet. And the, yep. Odyssey, the Odyssey concert that's happening tonight, it's going to be happening tonight in Jersey as we're doing this. So we don't have any updates, um, but those are happening. So yeah. yeah, I did. I did learn something interesting, though, about the Odyssey concert. Very much like Kelly Clarkson, the Odyssey concert is actually a show that has been going on for nine years, but before they did it out on the West Coast. That's what I was, this is. I was going to say this I, is the first year in on the East Coast. I had read that they've been doing it for years, but I'm like, why have I never heard about this if they've been doing it here and they haven't? That's why. 
Exactly. Yeah. So now it's an East Coast show. Yes. Uh, like and, Pam said, over in Jersey. And unfortunately, I will not be there. Or if you're listening on Tuesday, I was not there. I just I have I'm going to a wedding tonight, which I'm very excited for. So sure. Um, I've yeah. had a lot of people be like, "What time are you getting to the show tonight?" I'm like, "Never." <laughs> <laughs> not getting there don't um, wait up don't wait up um but yeah I, i'm excited to see what she performs i think it's probably gonna be my guess is gonna be a little bit longer than the iheart set but i really because there's, there's a lot less artists but i don't really know so mm-hmm. um we'll see yeah i think that covers everything in the uh, kelly news in the last week and so now we want to talk about our main topic and that is the kelly clarkson show is officially back in production in 30 Rock at Studio 6A, and our very own Pam, she's one of them, was there <laughs> for the premiere week tapings. Although your episode, I think, and I don't mean to jump ahead, but I don't think your episode actually airs no. in premiere week, does it? No. So I went to the fourth taping that they had. Um, so it was the, they started taping on the 10th, October 10th. And they did two shows. That was a Tuesday. And then I went Wednesday afternoon. So I went to the fourth show that they had taped there. But my episode is airing on October 23rd. So it's not technically airing during premiere week, but whatever. Oh, okay. But it it was shot during premiere week, so I count it. You know, I had been to the talk show when they came to New York the last two years, and they did it at Lincoln Center. So that's really mm-hmm. all I had to compare it to. And that's like the studio that I envisioned, even though that was not the Kelly Clarkson show studio. So yeah. I did not know what to expect. I came in with such a – and I'd never been to the the L.A. studio, so I had such a blank slate. And I did not know what to expect at all. The thing about New York, the Lincoln Center one, is that the way it was set up is the whole background behind her was just giant windows. You see Columbus Circle behind her. This studio, there's no windows. so you're, yeah. So it's like – you don't know what's going on outside. It's very dark. I mean, it's it's there's a lot of good lighting, but it's you kind of forget where you are because there's not a window in sight in the current studio. I'm trying to think where I should even begin. First and foremost, I mean, it probably felt did the 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 previous New York premiere weeks feel like a temporary studio versus what you saw when you walked into the 30 Rock studio? Um yeah, I feel like the, the the previous years they would be a little under decorated yes. because they just needed a few things just to make it look like a talk show set. But they really let the scenery, like you said, behind do a lot of the the heavy lifting. Yeah, but this you know probably felt more like a big cohesive studio. Exactly, like you know the ones in the previous years they had like a couple little signs like for the talk show. Um, they'd have like the couches and the chairs and the tables and the mugs and everything. But that's really it. So this was definitely more like she is planted here and she is grounded here and staying here and it is her space versus we're going to rent out a space for a week. So it definitely felt more like at home this this time around. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So so let's let's talk about your experience. Like, let's lead us on the whole thing, like from, you know, getting off the subway and getting out to 30 to 30 Rock. Sure. Tell us the whole process of what it's like to now go to the Kelly Clarkson show. Okay. So I went to the afternoon show and they explicitly said in the email, like, don't line up before one o'clock or else you might be like asked to leave. I'm like, okay. I didn't know what to expect. So I met Rob um, right outside 30 Rock 
and like there's a specific entrance you have there's so many entrances there so you have to go to the one i think it's 50 west 50th street um so we met we walked around for a little bit we met up with our my friend cat as well and um we waited like outside and it was around 12 30 and there was like no one there it was there were a bunch of people lined up for the op the observation deck which is just like a tourist attraction at 30 rock mm-hmm. but we're like this is weird like <clears throat> do they not have an audience for the show like no one's outside and it was 12.30, so I'm like, we're not lining up at 1. So we um, – one of our listeners, actually, her name is Anne. Um, she was lovely, so nice to meet you, Anne. Um, her and her friend, they met us outside, and she introduced herself, and we were talking for a bit. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to go look inside to see like, what's going on. There was a giant line inside. So, yes, people line up before 1 o'clock. Oh. Yeah. So but, get there before 1. But they line one. up inside. Yes, and I didn't know that. It was fine. We all, everyone got in um, because apparently the studio, the the audience is bigger than LA. There's about 200 people um, for New York. So they have a lot, a lot more, you know, because previously like they would do priority tickets in general. And if you, you may not even get a ticket, you may not even get in. They overbook yeah. it. This, they still probably overbook, but there's 200 people. So there's a good chance you're going to get in. Um, so that being said, you can line up early. Just don't be like annoying and don't like. Just line up and be cool about it. Don't – I don't know. Just – everyone was very chill there. That's kind of all I'm saying. So yeah, we lined up probably by 12.45. Um, and then they probably started letting people in around 1-ish, 1, 1.10, 1.15-ish. Um, there were a lot of people to get through, obviously. Basically, the ticket that I had, I'm like feeling very weird to flex this, but I'm going to. Um, was a quote VIP ticket, which I didn't know what that meant. Um, that was through someone at the talk show and who offered it to me. So I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we got it, I mean, we had to wait in line just like everyone else. And then once we went up the elevators, we're in um, another line. And that's where they need to see, like, your ID and they need to see your ticket confirmation. And, like, we um, got handed different tickets. They're, like, a different color. Now, the the when you said you were down in the lobby area, was that the room that I saw the videos of that had the big Kelly Clarkson show video wall yeah, and, like, so that's all the pictures like, of her? That's once you get through, like, step one of security. So that's, like, okay. you, so you show your ID and you show your confirmation when you're first, like, getting in line like when you first enter the building then they let you in the elevators and then you have to show more confirmation i think and then they let you into the thing like i took a video of it where it's like it's like a huge like circle room and they just have like video mm-hmm. of kelly playing and she was playing on the uh, loudspeaker yeah, and they so, play like kelly okies don't they yeah yeah so once we got there everyone was in one line except for rob and i because we had this quote special ticket <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't know what it meant. I'm like, I don't know. Um, so basically all that it meant was that we got to go through like the back check, like the security, like think of like TSA at the airport. We got to go through that first. Um, but then everyone, once everyone goes through like the back check, everyone is in like a waiting room. And that's where they have a bunch of rotating pictures of Kelly and the guests. And they play a bunch of the different Kelly Okies. There's a little photo booth area where you can take a photo with a little Kelly Clarkson show logo, and it's your last chance to use the bathroom. You're there for, I'd say, at least a half hour, mm-hmm. maybe more. So you have plenty of time to use the bathroom. Um, you can't bring in food. You can bring in a sealed water bottle. 
I mean, you can drink it once you go through security, but that's just good to know if you want to drink. Um, and then they give you tickets and they have like, like something on the back that's either like a number, a letter, a double letter. I don't understand the science behind it, but that's like the order they bring you in. So like, I think they brought in like single letters first. If you had a single letter on the back of your ticket, you went in first. Then they brought in the double letters. Then they brought in the numbers. I, and then they brought in more. It was just so bizarre. I don't understand yeah. the science and there I don't I don't get it. Um so it doesn't really matter what time you get there, I don't think, in terms of like, oh, if you're the first in line, like if you get there at eleven AM, you're gonna be the f- like in the front. That's not how it works. But I don't know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um so Rob and I had numbers and because we had the VIP ticket, we got seated probably around 2.30 if I had to guess. That's when everyone's around in, this, in the actual studio. We were in the front row on the floor. Okay. Which was nice. like fancy. Um, I'm trying to think like what order to go in. Like should I – like, should I talk about, like, what the studio looks like or should I talk about just, sure. like, okay. So yeah, let's hear about the studio. The studio, I've been to the Fallon studio a few times before and it's very much like what you even see, like, when Kelly was on. It's just, like, a bunch of, like, like it's like a bunch of theater seats and then the stage is up front and that's, and the roots are there and that's that. This was very different. It was, like, it's very modern. It was also very, um, the way that I feel, like, the Tonight Show studio goes, like, front to back. This is mm-hmm. very long. Oh, okay. It's the other direction. It's very strange. They have, like, balcony seating, which is, like, you have, like, it looks like you have, like, tables and chairs. It looks very much like Wayfair just threw up all over the place. But it's cute. <laughs> it's cute. And so there's seating up there, and you kind of, like, it's kind of you have, like, a bird's eye view of the whole area. And then the most of the studio is like bleacher seating, to my knowledge. Um, but there are more than like three or four rows. So it's like you're not like going to be way up in like the nosebleeds and, you know, Kelly's going to look like a little ant. Like you're, it's going to be a good view from, from everywhere. Yeah. So where I was sitting was below the bleachers in like one singular little row, like on the floor of the studio, because that's where I guess the VIPs were. Okay. So we were like, Rob and I were like, there was one row below the bleachers that was basically like our feet touched the studio floor. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to be like on the ground. You, I mean, I was talking with like some of the cameramen. Shout out to Franco. He was really cool. Um, and you were just like the cameras were right in front of you. You got to see everything there. Now, the, the only bone I have to pick is that the cameras were right in front of us. So I didn't get to see a lot because they were right in front of us filming. So like when Kelly was sure. doing, doing the interviews, like – I saw like her side profile. I saw the guest absolutely fine, but I saw like her side profile and I didn't see the band at all. The band is like all the way on the left side of the stage or the, of the, uh, yeah. So like I barely saw them, which was kind of a bummer. Um, but like first world problems, I get that. But regardless, it was, it was really cool. And I'm really glad that we were, we were where we were because we got like at one point, like Glow or her, her makeup girl like sat next to me because she was waiting for because Kelly was crying, of course. <laughs> so Glow had like tissues ready, but she had to sit somewhere. So she sat right like next to me. And she's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, you're fine. Like you do you. Um, 
So it's cool just to be able to be like, oh, I'm like right there in the middle of everything. So that was, yeah. it was really very cool. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, I should probably talk about the guests. Sure. I mean, I don't know if it's a huge spoiler. It's not anything major. Um, Darius Rucker was the guest from Hootie the Blowfish or Solo, however you want to look at it. Um, who else was there? Comedian Nikki Glazer. She's so funny. I love her. Yes. And then, do you remember like 10 years ago, there was a video that went around that like Kelly was out for like, I don't know if it was like Mexican food or whatever. It might, I think it was in Nashville. I think. And she's like, does karaoke with like a little girl randomly. I vaguely remember something like this, yeah. Well, that girl grew up, and she's a singer now. She's like a performer now, and she um, was on the show as a guest, and she had a whole segment. She like got diagnosed with cancer a couple years ago. She's doing great now, and it was just like a really cool for, full circle moment. So, because I remember that video very well. That's awesome. It was cool. Is that the segment that that got Kelly kind of misty eyed? What do you think? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Um. The other thing that I loved about being at the show was that during like the breaks, she did a lot of the like affiliate kind of like liners like, hey, Des Moines, you're watching on NBC, blah, blah, blah. You know, she yeah. she did a lot of those. She was exhausted by the time she did it. So it was really funny because she kept like messing it up. But it was really <laughs> fun to watch. She also did an interview that I was I'm assuming would have been normal, like a normal satellite news interview, but because it was with NBC New York. And I was like, that's Natalie Pascarelli. I'm like, I know her. I've seen her on my TV. Um, she did an, an interview with, with Kelly as well um, for the news. And like, it was so cute. She did like a this or that New York style. So it was like pizza or bagels. Kelly chose pizza. I'm trying to think what there was. Mets or Yankees. She's like Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair. Um, subway or cab. She said subway. We know the kids love the subway. Mm-hmm. The next one, I was like, mm, I mean, they're both horrible, but I was like, mm, Kelly, you had the wrong answer. She, cockroach or rat? Tell guess? me she didn't pick cockroach. She picked cockroach. Oh. I know. I'm like, listen, I've had cockroaches in my apartment, in my previous apartments, and they're horrifying, but rats? <laughs> no. I don't know. I see them, like, running around, and I scream. <sighs> anyway, I don't remember what else there was, but those were the, the main things. That was mainly it. Yeah. So that was that. That was, I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to see that interview, but those were some of her answers. <laughs> nice. Um, what else? The karaoke. I mean, should I say what the karaoke is? I don't know if it's going to Sure. Go for the it. The karaoke. Sh- she always has trouble with karaoke when I see her. <laughs> <laughs> this time it was not because she had to pee, though. This, ki- this time it was just because it's a very wordy song. She's like, I thought I knew it, but I don't. It was Fighter by Christina Aguilera, which is a fantastic oh, yeah. song, but- you think you know the words, and then you're like, oh, I actually don't know these that well. And I thought the well, same thing. I was singing along. I'm like, wait, I don't know what they're saying. Well, and also, I always just assumed and thought that they put the words in the prompter they for They do, her. but it goes really quickly. Okay. So, she, you know, you can easily stumble over your your words. I mean, I could. So sure. She did it like three, three or four times, but she nailed it at first, and she even was like. She towards the end of it, like it was supposed to go back into the chorus and she was just wailing. And then afterwards, she was like, y'all probably thought I made it my own. Nope. I just messed up and went with it. (laughs) So when you watch it, you'll you'll know that she messed up, but it sounds great. Well, so and speaking of of Kelly sort of addressing the audience, I have to ask, was there any point where the two of you made eye contact and she kind of was like, 
boom, there's Pam. No. <laughs> no, um, I don't believe so. I mean, maybe she's <laughs> maybe she saw me but did not acknowledge, and then that's fine. I wasn't expecting anything. Um, but the one time she acknowledged an audience member was, it was at the very end of the show. I mean, by that point, it was like 4.30, 4.45, and like we were like, all right, it's time to wrap it up. There was a girl who was who like put her shoulder – and this was not during like filming. This was like just – they were – yeah, I don't know, switching guests or wrapping things up. But there mm-hmm. was a girl who was resting her shoulder on her friend's – who was resting her head on her friend's shoulder and, like, closed her eyes. And Callie was like, yep, I feel that. I want to be doing that right now. <laughs> She's like, I'm tired. <laughs> that was the one audience interaction that she got. Uh, do they still film the show out of order? Yes. They started with Darius Rucker. They did, like – they did all the guests first, and then they did Kelly Oki. Mm-hmm. And then they did some of the, the interviews with, like, that are not going to be on the show. And they did, like, the, the little liners for other news stations. And then they finished with What I'm Liking. What I'm Liking, you, there's a s- very slim chance you may see me in that because the way that her back, like, she had her back to the audience and I was right behind her. Mm-hmm. You may not see me, but you might. So if you're going to look for me in the audience, that's the time to look. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who I saw there, like, in terms of like band crew um in the very beginning i did see andy producer andy and i said hi to him oh shout out andy shout out andy um i spoke to him very briefly because he obviously was working and very busy but that was before the show i was just like oh my god it's so great to see you welcome to new york blah 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 and it was just really cute to see him and he was just in his little element his little producer element um yes and then as i mentioned i didn't really see the band at all i mean like i saw them very slightly but like we were very far apart from each other and not in each other's like eye line um Mm -hmm. but i remember there was a fan i forgot his name and he even came up to me and i'm so sorry i think his name's rich i think it's rich um he was sitting in the bleachers near the band so at the very end of the show he made conversation with jesse i don't know what they were talking about but he asked jesse for a photo so when the audiences were clearing out jesse came into the audience to take a photo with him and as she was walking up the stairs, I'm like, hi, Jesse. And she looks at me. She's like, oh, my God. Hi, Pam. And then she took her. <laughs> she she hung out with Rich for a little bit. And then she came back down to talk to Rob and I. And we were talking for like five minutes until security had to kick us out. <laughs> They're like, hey, everyone's left. You got to go. And then Jesse's like, I'm sorry. I got to go do more work. I'm like, you're still working. She's like, yep, still got to do more work because I guess they were they were prepping for the Thursday shows. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah. So they like. Because the the writer strike ended so abrupt, or like it, it it ended so quickly, they didn't have a lot of time. So like, like they didn't have a lot of notice. So she had to come to New York very quickly, and she was yeah. t- she was telling me about that. But um, she's such a sweetheart, and that's that. Um, overall, gr- great experience. Now, uh, one thing too uh, that I want to add to you kind of being brushed out is that the especially the afternoon taping. That is, I don't want to say that it's rushed, but they're definitely up against a hard deadline. So the first day I had heard that they were up a, up, a, up against a really hard deadline because they use the same waiting area as the Tonight Show. Um, so I think what they did, so I think, I could be wrong, but I think on Tuesday when they started the shows, they the afternoon was a 3.15 t- taping. My afternoon was a 3 o'clock taping. So I think they're bumping everything up by like 15, 20 minutes uh-huh. um, just to, because I don't think they have to be out of the studio at a certain time. 
I think they had to be out of the waiting room at a certain time. I could be totally okay. wrong, though. I could be wrong. But I did notice we were in early because, like, I remember looking at my watch and it was, like, 3.30. And I'm like, we've been in here for a while. We have not only been in here for, like, 15 minutes. Like, we've been going for a while. So they're putting everything a bit a bit earlier. Um, okay. Because it's the same waiting room. And they where you saw pictures of Kelly and you heard Kelly Ogie, they switch it over to Fallon stuff when, okay. the, when the Fallon fans are there. Sure. Uh, you also said that you saw some other fellow podcasters there, our friends from Two Guys on a Plane. Yes. Okay. So that's Rich. Yes. So Rich introduced himself. He was lovely. Um, it was cool to see. And I had some other fans. There was um, – who else was there? One of our listeners' names – I think her name is Stacy. She said hi to me. And then I also met this couple that – I think we, we, we had them on the podcast very early on. It was like two or three years ago. It was like a Valentine's Day episode. And – um, their names are Brian and Marcello. I hope I'm saying that correctly. I mm-hmm. met them very briefly. Where's it, well. Marcello? Marcello. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm yes. not great with speaking today. Um, <laughs> so I got to see them as well. And it was just so cool to like see some familiar faces or like people who like have listened to the podcast. It was just very, very full, full circle. Um, yeah. It was not nearly as like overwhelming as Vegas was <laughs> when people were just like everywhere like, <laughs> Hi guys! I'm like, hi, nice to meet you. But this was a lot more tame, and I, it was, it was a lot easier to process. Don't get me wrong, I love, I love seeing people, but it was just like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I can handle five people versus like forty five. <laughs> uh, but it was really cool just to meet meet a lot of other fans that were there. Because you know, it wasn't just like, oh, Kelly Clarkson has a show, let's go see her. It was like, no, there are some hard hardcore fans here. So that was really fun to uh, to see as well. I was almost wonder if. That kind of like Vegas, where the really big diehards went to the early shows as well as the late shows, but that was because there was a, a start and an end date. I wonder if some big diehards are going to try to make it out for the first few weeks of tapings, and you're going to have a lot of really big Kelly fans there. Well, the woman who I mentioned, Anne, earlier in the episode, she went to my taping, and she drove in from Ohio. So yes, yeah, yeah people are doing that. People are coming in for this which i think is so cool and i love that and from what i can tell because in previous years like as i mentioned they do like priority ticket and general ticket and you don't always get in this seems like almost everyone's getting in as long as you show up early or like mm-hmm. on time so i feel like it's better than la is la like i never went because i was like i don't want to fly all this way to la just to be told sorry we're booked <laughs> yeah this yeah. seems a little bit more promising but i think it might be a little too early to tell but from what i very briefly what I saw. It looks like if you want to make a trip out of it, like I think you confidently can. And like my friend Kat came in from from Boston for this. Yeah. So we also saw somebody on social media who looked like they were trying to do a double feature. Yes. Which I don't know how that's possible because like when does one iota give you like cap you at how many times you can do I don't, a show? No, I don't think so. But for me, it was more of just like a security thing. Like, do you just like get out of the studio and go get back in line? Like, I don't know how that works. Because I I tried doing that for the summer, like last summer, I tried doing that, and they were like, it, we, it's not possible. So because I know that they take like a lunch break and such yeah. in between episodes. I don't know how long that time frame is. And I mean, you said that, you know, you'd spent a decent amount of time waiting in sort of the, the holding areas, yeah. the various holding areas. So I don't know, maybe maybe it's a little more possible in New York than it was out in L.A. Although I'm not going to lie, unless I used their lunch break as my lunch break, I would be starving because like, yeah, 
even by the time, like I had, I ate something like before I went in and even by the time it was wrapping up around four, four, four forty-five, I was famished. So I yeah. can't imagine doing, being there for like seven hours without food. Jeez. Yeah. It's a lot. All right. well, anyway. Good to know. Okay. Any other tips for people that might be coming out to see the Kelly Clarkson show in New York? I don't think so, but like, I'm sure there's something I'm forgetting. So feel free to like tweet us or DM us if there's anything I'm very much forgetting. Um, I know in the past they had sort of a, I don't want to say a strict dress code, but there was, you know, suggestions on what to wear. There was nothing this time around. Like I didn't see anything like in the past they were like, wear bright colors, no crazy patterns, no logos. I still recommend don't wearing a logo. Yeah. Just because that's a pain in the butt for TV. Um, but no, there wasn't any, there weren't anything, um, there weren't any specific instructions. It seems a lot more lax now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is, but yeah, I mean, I wore like a black t-shirt and a black cardigan, so I was the opposite of colorful. <laughs> <laughs> so. Blended into the background. Totally. Totally did. So yeah. Awesome. That was my experience at the Kelly Clarkson show during premiere week in New York. My episode airs, I believe, on... Monday, October 23rd, which happens to be Rob's birthday. So I was like, Rob, what a a great birthday gift for you. Um, That was really cool. So, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Yes, it does. As always, uh, if you listen on the Spotify app, please consider leaving us a rating there. You can also leave us any comments you have on specific episodes. And if you listen on Apple Podcasts, please consider leaving us a rating and review. And uh, we'll be back with a brand new episode next week. Until then, enjoy your week. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to Miss Into Podcast. Miss Into Podcast was written and produced by Jeremy and Pam. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you'll be the first to know when a new podcast is posted. Find us and continue the conversation at Miss Into Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Find more at missintopodcast.com.